Hello and welcome to the 9 Minute Mile, episode 2. This is the second part of my catch-up with Catherine, who is the biggest fan I know of the London Marathon. She's also probably the fastest person I know. And as you can tell from our conversation, we could have talked about it for hours and hours, but we have condensed our marathon chat into just two little episodes. So hope you enjoy this second part with some top tips and just our favourite parts of the London Marathon and just how it makes us cry every time. And you took part in the hottest one, didn't you? Oh yeah. Ever. Yes, I that, did. That wasn't your first time in London though. No, that was my second, I think. Um, I think I'd had a heartbreak the year before and withdrawn from injury, which I think is actually still the most upsetting thing that's ever happened to me. So not saying I've had a, a hard life, but <laughs> I think that's probably one of the most devastating things I've ever been. But um, yeah, it was so unbelievably hot and I didn't, I wasn't very happy with my time, but I was also like, I cannot believe I've actually finished this. So I was I very like happy. being alive at the end of that one was a win for everyone. Exactly, exactly. And um really just really really sore muscles by the end of it I guess because you have to drink so much water um but I clearly wasn't drinking enough I don't think um I think you saw me actually uh at the very end when I was probably closest to death but I didn't see you sorry I didn't see anyone um embankment yes you were there my parents were there a few people from church were there. I just didn't, I didn't see any of you. Sorry. <laughs> I was like <laughs> trying not to pass out. And I think at that point as well, I realized I'd clocked that I was not going to get under 3.30. I think I finished it in 3.33. Um, I just like turning the corner at Westminster. I was like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> like I just knew it wasn't going to happen. Um, I didn't have anything left in the bank at all. Um, but it does feel cool to say that you've done it. So, yeah, not all a bad experience. Absolutely. What is your favourite part of either the course in London or just the marathon in general? Oh, I've got to say, so when you come up to the halfway point, I'll try and keep this succinct. I literally could talk about this for hours. This is very very dangerous topic asking my favorite bit about London but when you turn out from the end of Bermondsey um and you turn right and you see Tower Bridge ahead of you and there's like this roar that comes up from the crowd because there's so many people on the bridge and there's like tv people trying to grab you and I'm like no absolutely not I'm trying to get a good time go away (laughs) and then um more sporting more more uh more charitable minded people stop and talk to them uh and say hello to their loved ones but no um it's just i like tear up every time because it's just absolutely amazing going over the bridge and then when i turn right two things if i'm on track at that point the that's one of the only points where the route double backs in itself so if i'm on track for a good time that's when the pros like mo farah etc are coming the other way like um they're on the final stretch uh, so hearing, yeah, yeah. So hearing the as as you get as I get to the halfway point, that's also nice. Um, but hearing 
the roar of the crowd like move closer and closer and closer towards you but you know that it's for Mo Farah and Elliot Kipchoge on the other side but yeah and then they pass within like a meter of you oh it's just amazing what a thrill but yeah, yeah I think you're saying just about it, like tearing up I think that was po- almost my first experience of the marathon not watching it on tv which I've done I think yeah. like, every year it's just something it's always on um yeah. when it comes around but in New York my friend and I were visiting it was like a couple of months into me being there because the New York marathon's always in November mm-hmm. I remember just being in this massive massive crowd in Brooklyn like right at the big kind of interchange and that one they've come over the bridge from Staten Island and the whole way up a kind of residential bit of Brooklyn and this is almost the first iconic bit they're at they're kind of nearing the Brooklyn Bridge they're almost down the bar. and I just remember turning to my friend I was with and I was like are you crying because I just can't seem to keep the emotion in that this is just so inspiring and so overwhelming and you're like on one hand it's just people running on the other hand it's just like humanity at its best <laughs> as yeah. the a whole city and particularly New York and even London when everybody's just has been a reputation for like head down in the grind actually just like cheering on strangers and people running for good causes for people they love like I remember seeing blind people with guides and me and my friend were just like weeping at the sides like we're not even taking part and this is so overwhelming seeing everyone's yeah. like why they're running and stuff like seeing their t-shirts oh my goodness getting stuck behind people with like really really like emotional like touching charity t-shirts and like what who they're running for and stuff is it's a lot so (laughs) get ready for that side of it as well and then when I cross the finish line I cry for about two hours so um yeah hope you're ready for that as well I might join you just about the time you stop crying (laughs) final marathon question I have to ask what is Casmi Sharks marathon top tip. Oh, well, I've already, I've, I've given you one for free in that don't worry about your pace until race day. Well, worry a little bit, do you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't take the mech, don't go for like 15 minute miles when you're training. But um, what I would say is, hmm, that is a very good question. I have got really into um, energy gels, uh, as in I used to just go for the ones that they handed out, um, but I've started taking my own. In my in 2019, I did four, which is the most races I've done in a year. And in the ones where I started taking them, I think that it's, you're not meant to take more than one every 20 minutes, but uh, I just, even if you don't feel like taking one after 20 minutes, just do it. Um, and I've noticed a big difference in my time. So I would say, mm. if you've got a little bit of extra money, get some at the expo. <laughs> I also switched to having two bananas at breakfast instead of one. I think that's made a difference. So <laughs> I'm not saying I'm getting superstitious, but I will be having, I always have a bowl of porridge, black coffee, and two bananas. Now, it used to be one banana, but... If we're going for, I don't know if it's correlation or causation, but my last times have been way better and I had two bananas. So, 100% the two bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We'll all be at a three hour marathon. Yes, absolutely. I expect to see you over the line in two hours. What's the world, women's world record? Two hours 10 or something. 
All because of a banana. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's going to be great. I'll be running the marathon in less than two months now for Macmillan Cancer Support and it would just mean so much for a kickstart on fundraising. Check out the link in the description of the podcast and I would just love to raise as much money as possible for this amazing charity and make dragging myself 26.2 miles around London, hopefully not in the rain but you never know, make it all worth it. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.